Caloundra City Private School is an independent, non-denominational school located in Pelican Waters on the Sunshine Coast. The mantra for our school is every student matters. We aim for every child to be confident, resilient, organised, persistent and social in all aspects of their lives in and out of the classroom. This podcast series is designed to share valuable insights from academic leaders on current educational research and perspectives, as we all strive to help our young people reach their potential in today's ever-changing world. Here at CCPS, our students are given the opportunity to study the language of Japanese through to Year 12. The importance of learning a language cannot be underestimated. The learning goes beyond the written and spoken word, where students learn valuable cultural and contextual knowledge about this important country in our region. In addition to learning the subject, our students are given the opportunity to engage with students from Japan through the many study tours we host, as well as the opportunity to travel to Japan to visit our associated schools. So what are the benefits of learning a language? Later in this episode, I chat to two of our senior students currently studying Japanese, and we were fortunate enough to host a tour during the recording of this podcast, so you will hear from the students of a junior high school in Nagano. But first up, I speak to our wonderful Japanese teacher, Miss Michiko Matsumoto. Michiko Matsumoto, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much. Michiko, can you tell us a little bit about your life in Japan before you came to Australia? I was a university student and my major was Japanese history and culture. During my study, I enjoyed learning about how Japanese history and culture shaped my identity. Um, Having said that, it sounds like I studied a lot, but actually I didn't study much. So instead I traveled um, to many places and because I loved dolphins, I went to um, tropical islands in Japan and Hawaii and Florida and where I met different cultures. And I noticed how our languages affect our thinking and view of the world. And I found it really interesting and decided to be trained to be a Japanese language teacher. Okay, so so is that why you decided to teach Japanese in Australia? Why Australia specifically? Mm. Well, after getting a qualification of a Japanese teacher, I came to Australia, but that's um, because I spoke a little bit of English that time, not much, but I didn't speak any other languages. So I thought um, I want to go to English-speaking countries. Then Australia has dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I came to Australia. Then I did volunteer work at State High School in Brisbane, and I was impressed with the students. They were so keen and enjoying learning Japanese. So I thought, I want to teach here, not other places. I want to teach this kind of students. When we look at the importance of Japanese as a subject, how do you approach the teaching and learning of Japanese and what is it important to start with? Um, I believe there are three important things when you learn a language, any language, consistency, So five minutes every day is more efficient or effective than one hour a week. And you need to use the language. 
If you don't use it, you lose it. Then, and lastly, and I think it's the most important thing is have fun. So my approach is、um, I try to make lessons fun and interesting. And if students are interested, they study Japanese out, outside of this classroom. I hope consistently. And I also teach authentic and useful languages. Our students are fortunate to have Japanese students frequently visiting our school. So students have real opportunities to use language, use Japanese. And I always try to make the connection between classroom and the real world out there. And again, fun and, and interesting lessons. And I'm hoping to deliver the message that learning language is really fun. Compared to the English language, how is the Japanese language different? It's very different.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of speaking, Japanese has less sound. So for English speakers, pronouncing Japanese words、um, is not hard. Word order is different. For example,、um, to say I study Japanese at school. In Japanese, we say I school at Japanese study.、Mm. So it's really different.、Mm. Um, do you find that、um, the writing of the language is also quite different? I mean, it's, it's characters, isn't it? Yes, it's not and then we use an alphabet. Yeah, three different types、yes. of characters. So it, it is hard. Is、yeah. the writing of Japanese harder than the speaking of Japanese? I think so, yes.、Mm. Do students struggle with that? Yes. <laughs> Especially the third character,、um, we call it kanji. They are from Chinese language and it's more complicated. They look like pictures. So it's fun to learn kanji, but it is really hard. Yes.、Mm. Because of these differences, what do English language students struggle with the most? At beginner stage, writing、um, scripts and word order. But when they get more advanced stage, so senior Japanese students, they struggle with how to be polite and appropriate in a Japanese context. Oh, really? Tell、mm. us a little bit more about that. For example,、um, in English, Asking questions like, do you like,、uh, would you like to、um, do something? Would you like to eat this? Do you want me to do this? It's quite polite questions. But in Japanese, it's, in fact, it's the opposite. You can't ask what the other person wants. So,、um, why is that? We think. What that person wants, that's something inside of that person. Personal. Person, yeah, personal, and in their mind, asking about that is not polite、mm. in Japanese culture. Michiko, as you know, there's a lot of different languages in the curriculum that we can choose. We have chosen Japanese at this school. Why do you think Japanese is such a great choice and an important choice for students in Queensland? Well, first of all, in Queensland we have many Japanese visitors, and now we have many Japanese people living in Queensland. So, if students learn Japanese, it's useful and they have more opportunities to use Japanese 
um, compared to other languages. And I think one more th um, thing is Japanese is, uh, as we talked about it before, Japanese is very different from English. So it's a great language to learn about other cultures and also learn about English and their, their own language. Through learning Japanese and finding out how different that is from English, they can reflect their own language and their own culture. And if it's a similar language, like European language, it might be a little bit hard. But Japanese is, I believe, it's probably the perfect language. Yes, because Asian languages are so different to European languages. So what is it about learning the language of Japanese or learning a language that helps with perspective that students can gain? Learning language is learning about culture as well, it's culture as well. And through learning a language and culture, students can gain a different perspective of life, of the world. So that gives the students deeper understanding of different culture, um, how other people think about things. And I think in this global world, it, it is a really important skill to understand each other. If you speak only one language, um, it's sometimes hard to understand what other people think and how they see the world. When you're teaching the Japanese culture, what do you often find students are amazed by that, that, at the differences? Yeah, it's really simple, but I like doing this in class. When we talk about word order, students say, ah, so you go, um, it goes backwards. So I always say, well, to me, you go backward. I think that kind of, um, just a different perspective of seeing things. Um, when I say that, the students are, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I really like that kind of moment that is really important when learning a language. What are some of the other um, Japanese cultural traditions or um, practices that, that you, you talk about because they are very tied in with learning the language? We also talk about the word. Um, we can't translate each other language. For example, in English, we have a word procrastinate. In Japanese, we don't have one word to describe that concept. Is that because <laughs> Japanese people don't procrastinate? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a great example to show, um, yeah, um, language is shaped by the culture. So that's why probably in Japanese, we don't have the one word. We, we can describe the concept, but we don't have one word. What words does the Japanese language have that we don't have? That, has, that have come out of your culture? Um, probably the famous one is mottainai. And mottainai um, can be translated as what a waste. But we talk about mottainai when you waste food or when you waste energy, that kind of environmental ideas. Or we can talk about skills. If you speak many languages, but if you don't use those languages, ah, that is motainai as well. You are not using your skills. 
the quite wide meaning that has that is another um, probably the one of the most famous example that the only Japanese the word we can't find equivalent in other languages. Why is it that we don't have that equivalent in English? I think um, Japanese culture is because um, we think every single items or thing has its own spirit so we really um, treat them with so much care only a piece of paper or one pencil we say um, it has its own, <laughs> own spirit well traditionally yeah. and so wasting that that piece of paper is motainai what a waste so that kind of um, treating every single things with lots of care that kind of culture is behind that word i think it's fascinating do you look at the the spiritual aspect and the religious aspect of the japanese culture and how that influences language yeah in year seven we did yokai unit and yokai is like ghosts, spirit, monsters type of creatures in Japanese traditional folklores. And in Japanese culture, we say um, the thing you used for a long time, for example, um, your kitchen knife or cutting board or pen, <laughs> books, if you use them for a long time, they will become alive and they turned to yokai. <laughs> so mm -hmm. that kind of culture we talked about in, um, in a class and I think students enjoyed it well. When you compare your culture to the Australian culture, you must just see vast differences. What's your perspective on that in terms of those differences and uh, <laughs> how have you uh, found living here? <laughs> living in Australia um, it's a great place to be um, ah we also talk about how hard Japanese people work in yes. Japan and they work too much in my opinion and their life is really really stressful and there's no balance between life and work so I really enjoyed that aspect of life in Australia I can get holidays and I have good quality of life and I en enjoy my work too. So when I go back to Japan, my Japanese friends always say, do you really work? Why do you get this long holiday? Because <laughs> 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 in Japan, if you, get, if you get a week holiday, you are lucky. Mm. Mm. So there's a very different attitude towards work. Yes. So I really like Australian life. Um, that aspect. What about learning in terms of students? Uh, Japanese mm. students, do they have a very different work ethic as well? Well, work ethic, maybe because um, how good they are in academic aspect um, is really important in Japanese culture. How um, being successful in academic world is essential to be um, to have a good life 
So if you don't work hard at school and, and go to good university, you probably don't get a good job, um, good paid job, I mean, then you might have hard life, you might struggle. So that's why Japanese students learn really hard, study hard. But um, whether or not they enjoy learning, I doubt that part. But I think in Australia, students do enjoy learning. Well, not all the time, but um, they chose a sub they pick the subject they want to learn and they they learn the subject because they want to so there's a different and it sounds like that's important to you as a teacher as well that mm. they enjoy learning your yes. subject so yeah. you spend quite a bit of time designing lessons based on enjoying the language yes because i personally i i enjoy learning a language and I gained quite a lot through learning English because my world or my life is completely different now because I learned English. And so I want students to know there are more opportunities if they learn a language and I really want them to enjoy because if they don't enjoy, they can't learn a language and enjoyment is important factor to keep going in that subject so yeah probably that's the m probably the most important thing i trying to achieve in my lessons in my japanese lessons and just finally today michiko what are your goals as a japanese teacher in the classroom what would you like to see happen from here on I'd like to, my goal is to inspire and motivate students to learn Japanese and culture inside of the classroom and outside of the classroom too. When you go back to Japan, what's the first thing that you'd like to do? <laughs> the first thing, shopping. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much. So I'm joined today by two of our Year 12 students who are currently studying Japanese, Abella Apuhami and Summer Hartman. Thanks for joining me, girls. Hi, Miss Button. Hello. Can you tell us what have you enjoyed about studying Japanese right through to Grade 12? Abella? Miss um, Matsumoto, she's a really good teacher and she helps us through a lot and she makes it more fun. Summer, what drew you to studying Japanese? What interests you about it in the first place? I enjoy learning languages, so that's why I chose to do Japanese, and I picked it up very quickly as well in grade nine when I first came to the school. Why do you think you picked it up so quickly? Because I studied Chinese at my other school. Do you find, Miss Matsumoto and I talked about the differences between an Asian language and English and the European language. Did you find that a challenge? Yeah, it's very different grammar structure, so it's challenging for English speakers for an Asian language. How do you overcome that? Like, what strategies do you use to wrap your head around that? Study a lot, and you've got to be interested in it as well to learn faster. Mm. Abella, what interests you about Japanese as a language? Um, my, well, my mum is half Japanese, so I learnt a bit with her when I was a kid, and it kind of just stuck with me, and I really enjoyed studying it, so I continued it at, when I came here. What do you think 
you'll um, do with your skills and knowledge in Japanese beyond high school? Uh, definitely want to travel there again. And the stuff Miss Matsumoto taught us was really useful as well. So all the grammar structures and things we can use when we go there for directions and when we need help. What about you, Summer? Um, I would like to travel to Japan sometime in my life. And I would also like to use it um, in businesses as well. Like learn how to speak with them, with the business. How important is learning about the culture, the Japanese culture as well, so that you can understand the language? Well, you've got to be polite. You've always got to be polite in their culture. You've always got to remember that when you're speaking. Otherwise, you might offend them. Abella? Yeah, it's really important to understand their culture in order to speak their language because it's really different from speaking English. And like Summer said, being polite is also a really important part of that as well. So girls, just finally, what would you say to a student who's thinking about studying Japanese? Uh, what advice would you give them and, and uh, why would you recommend it as a subject? Uh, definitely uh, go for it. Um, Ms. Matsumoto helps you a lot and I would say take it if you're interested. It's really hard to study like any language if you're not interested in it in the first place and it's a lot of work but it's pretty rewarding. So it should be You hard. say interested. Um, can you tell us a little bit more, why are you interested in Japanese? I guess it's not only the language, I really enjoy the culture as well. So it all ties in together when you're studying the language. It's also like you're studying the culture and I just really enjoy it. What about you, Summer? What would you say to a student who's thinking about taking Japanese in senior years, in the senior years? Um, especially at this school, like Miss Matsumoto is probably the best Japanese teacher you'll get. And she does help you out a lot through everything. You can email her whenever, at any time. And she just helps you, like, so much. She helped me a lot. And that's why I've been able to get the grades I've gotten, because of her help as well. Well, girls, thanks for talking to me today. And best of luck in the Thank future. Thank you. Welcome to Caloundra City Private School. Can you tell me your name, please? My name is Miki. My name is Koki. And where are you from, Miki? I'm from Osaka. And you, Koki? I'm from Osaka. Tell me about your time in Australia. What have you been doing? I went to the beach. I went to shopping mall. And what are your interests back home? What do you like to do in your time? I play the clarinet. Play sports. And how are you finding learning English? Very hard. Very hard? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very hard. Have you enjoyed the, your time here? Yeah. Yeah? Very enjoyed. Ah, yes, very enjoyed. Well, I hope you've enjoyed your time here and thank you for talking to me today. Our Japanese students are preparing a song as their finale here in the school and they're in rehearsal. And 
I hope you enjoyed this episode about the benefits of studying a language other than English. If you would like more information about the subject Japanese or would like to speak to Miss Matsumoto, please contact the school administration via our phone or email. This podcast was produced by Tracy Burton, featuring music by Paul Cusick. Thanks for listening.